Hi, everybody. I'm Peter Travers, and welcome to Popcorn, where we tell you what is popping in the pop culture. And I know you're all excited to know that Good Girls is back for season three on NBC. And it's our good luck to have one of the stars of that show, Christine Andricks. Hello. It's great to see you again. Nice to see you. Thanks for having me. Season three. So... What kind of trouble are you women in this time? A lot, a lot more. For some reason, I root for these women. I know. They're up to no good, but they're fun and they're relatable. So people kind of have their back. They're like, I'd do it. I would do it too, you know? (laughs) And they've got this like real, you know, it's, it's the camaraderie with these women. It's just fun to watch them make these horrible mistakes. Is that how you felt when you were first approached about doing the series? You know, when you when you come from a show that you've been on for almost a decade, your yeah. next your next choice you you have to. How does to, one follow Mad Men? Well, you've got to think: Is yeah. this something I really want to do every day? Because I may be doing it for ten years. I know what that's like, you know. So you really want to choose something that you could imagine doing. And I thought I want to work with these women, and I want to go on this wild caper. It just seemed like such a laugh and so weird and different, and it's also very intense. So I do, you know, I I didn't sort of consider like, oh, I'm going to be incredibly stressed out every day and this high anxiety level and the stakes are really high. And of course, you have to play all that, you know, so it's kind of exhausting. I want anxiety. But what if and now I'm assuming that you and May and Retta get along really well and did from the beginning. We did. Because you didn't know each other, right? I knew May casually. We had done some um, animated things together, so met each other through that. I had never met Retta. Um, I, in fact, called May, and I said, you know, I'm thinking about doing the show. I I hear you're doing it. What do you think? She's like, I think it's going to be the best thing ever. And we just, like, hit it off like a house on fire when we all met. And here we are, you know, three seasons in, and it's... We know each other so well. We can order lunch for each other when the other person's around. We're like, no, 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 do not put tomatoes on Retta's. Please, you send it back. We can't deal with it. Um, we just all know each other, and we, and we know how we react to things, and we sort of take care of each other. Well, it sounds like, you know, I'm making light of it, but to be on a series where you work long days on this. Yeah. So you, it's good if you get along. It's amazing, and because we are playing these really stressful, intense scenes to have people that you love so dearly to laugh in between takes, you know, make the day lighter. It just changes everything. Because you're right, we're there for 14 hours a day. And, yeah. and um, you know, it's it's nice to have, like, comfort in between. And just Can you it, get pissed off uh, together and be happy when something is really making you angry? Oh, yeah. We've got each other's back. <laughs> okay. if, something, if something's upsetting the other, we're mm-hmm. like, yeah! <laughs> Yeah, what she said. Yeah. 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 We're a team for sure. <laughs> because we're scary, you know? Yeah. And you could do <laughs> you could do that, you know? Uh, your director in Toy Story 4 where you were doing the voice of Gabby Gabby. I read a quote from him, uh, Josh Cooley, mm-hmm. where he said, um, there's a thing about Christina where she has this very sweet affect. And, and a sweet voice. And then she can turn on a dime and be menacing and cold. Where does that come from? I mean, from? we did have fun playing with that. I mean, the sweeter, the creepier, right? <laughs> I don't know. I, I end up playing a lot of characters that have that dichotomy that 
they sort of come across as an innocent, but there's this underlying thing. You did that in Drive, too, in the, yeah, in the movies. Yeah, and in Firefly. Was... I, I think it started with Firefly as the first time I had a character like that, and maybe... Maybe people, maybe one led to another. Maybe when they opened a script, they thought, now who can do this? You know, Christina Hendricks, I saw her do it on Firefly. <laughs> so maybe one led to the other because I don't think I'm duplicitous. I don't think <laughs> that's my own personality. Yeah, but. Christina can do cold and creepy. Yeah, she sure she can. She's our go to for and, cold and creepy. Hendricks. <laughs> she's got it down. This is it. Yeah. She's ready to do it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for those people, that are haven't caught up yet or just beginning to catch up with good girls. Who are you playing? Describe this. I play your typical Midwestern mother, middle class, hardworking, organized, but found herself sort of on autopilot and lost maybe sight of her dreams or what sh- her needs were. And well, um, her husband was he's cheating on her. She found out her husband was cheating on her. That Matt Lillard. That Matt Lillard. He's so great. Um, And then my sister, who is a single mother, is struggling to keep her child protected and safe and and in school. And my best friend has a, a, a daughter with an illness. And so we all find ourselves in this place where we need money to sort of take care of our families and keep roofs over their head. And we we decide that. The best logical solution is to rob a grocery store. And we're going to go in, get the money, deal with all of our problems, and go on our our way. Um, But, of course, one thing leads to another, and we fall into a life of crime. And it's a quirky show. I mean, that's what I would say to people who haven't seen it yet is just because it's on a network, don't assume certain things about it. It is quirky and weird and fun and has great music, and it's dark, and it's an interesting tone that you haven't seen before. And I, I really think it's unique. But the, the store, the grocery store that the three of you rob, Fine and Frugal, which I'm obsessed with. <laughs> and I want to start a chain of Fine and Frugals. Because I'll help I think finance. It's great. We'll go in the, together. The crux of that, which I think I can give away because, well, it was three seasons ago. Yeah. Um, is that when you think you're going to rob to get some extra money to take care of the problems, there's like a half a million dollars there yes. that belong to a criminal element in that world. We think we're going to go in and get about $15,000, mm-hmm. and we come out with a half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. And this becomes a much larger crime than we ever anticipated. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's tied to a whole gang and a whole crime ring that we, we just thought it was a grocery store. We didn't realize someone else was laundering their money there. Mm-hmm. And they find us. And now we are sort of indebted to them and, you know, tied into this this much more dangerous which, problem. Which never stops. Never stops. <laughs> it just gets deeper and money, more horrible. And then the guys that really have that and Rio. Yes. So what is there in this character, Beth, in you? What do you bring of yourself to playing her? Well, I know you shop at Fine and Frugal. Oh uh, yeah, well, right, that's right. the main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think there's probably um, uh, when I set my mind to something, I am incredibly focused and uh, detail oriented, and um, for lack of a better word, just a little bit anal retentive about things. And I think that that's what I probably bring to Beth. The other two characters are maybe like. My sister's rebellious and funny and and um, a little rough around the edges. And 
my best friend is maybe a little bit more relaxed and loving, and, and I'm a bit of the nerdy, rigid one that they're always sort of eye-rolling at and mm -hmm. sort of like, oh, Beth didn't get the joke or Beth doesn't understand this or, you know, um, there's a little bit of catching up with Beth that I think I have too. <laughs> I was the, they, they would have to explain to me, they'd reference something and I'd go, what is that? And they're like, it's Instagram, Christina. And I'd be like, oh, I don't know, like, you know. So they have to teach me stuff just like my character. Really? Because yeah. you're just living somewhere else on I'm another planet. I'm a little old-fashioned sometimes. And you just have no idea what a social media bit. is. I'm catching up. No, I kind, that's kind of nice to know that that exists <laughs> in the world. Well, you know, I, I figured if I was going to continue to live on planet Earth, that mm -hmm. I was going to have to join in some of the activities. Um, so with I, I started, I got on Instagram. I finally broke down <gasps> with a little help from my friends yeah. and slowly easing into it. It's fun. It, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. But it's work. Well, it is. It is. It's people, like a whole separate job. It's not just you doing this. People want answers. Well, you sort of feel like you want to share yourself and um, be true to yourself. That You know, your image uh, and personality is so manipulated by interviews and magazines and these kinds of things. So this is your platform to just say, this is who I am. Yeah. And, and it's not being manipulated by anyone else. This is just me. What vision do you think the public has of you just based on magazines and social media and the world outside? I think that a How do lot, they see you? Yeah, I think a lot of people um, assume that I'm sort of Joan mm -hmm. from Mad Men, that, I, that maybe I'm a, a bit more stern or a little bit more uptight or maybe a little more put together. I'm a mess. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just was never a barefoot, jean-wearing, Jean you know, <laughs> dropping things on the floor girl. Um, I'm not nearly as sort of put together and maybe prissy as... I think people think maybe I'm prissy. Really? I think so, maybe. I'm not. Well, it's kind of a famous story now that basically the agency that was representing mm. you said, um, Mad Men, what? We're not want to represent you if you're doing that show. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. An AMC show? Yeah. What did there they was, do? Well, AMC did not have a show. There was no Breaking Bad at that mm -hmm. point. There was there was nothing. Mm -hmm. And we were their first show. They used to play old movies. Uh, so they were like, well, this, this show's not going to get picked up. And this show's not going to pay anything. And it's a, a period show. It's going to be super expensive to make. No one's going to want to make this show. It's laborious and, you know, wordy and... Um, wordy. And I, and oh, I was yeah, like, that. I love all these things. Those are all my favorite things. I love laborious and wordy. <laughs> <laughs> I want more of it. I do. Yeah. Uh, because it was, it was about characters. Um, so, yeah. Wasn't so I, that scary as an actor, though, to have an agency say, okay, go and do it, but we don't want to represent you anymore. It was humiliating. Yeah. It was awful. It's very embarrassing <laughs> to be working with people who all of a sudden go, yeah, we're just not interested. Like, we don't think what you're doing is good enough to represent you. You're not worth our time. Mm -hmm. it's, it's awful. Well, they should be embarrassed. Well, you know. I hope they were. And I hope you haven't spoken to anyone I, since. You know what? I just haven't seen her because she's no longer an agent. But mm -hmm. I liked her as a person. Mm -hmm. And um, I have no hard feelings. There's all sorts of stories in this town. And you know what? I got to work on that show for 10 years. And yeah. I made the right choice. So <laughs> yeah, you I did. Made the so right you choice. have that. That's it. That's very validating. Yeah. And I got another agent. <laughs> you know, you just go and get another one. I, 
<laughs> there it is. People out there who are wondering yeah. what you do. You when can't just go get your another agent madman. fires you, right? <laughs> you know, but you can get another agent. You, you can. Yeah. Well, you had good girls to do that. But I'm I'm looking at you and I'm thinking, where did this start? I, last time you were here, I don't think I ever asked what it was when you were a kid, because I know that you lived in different places when you were growing up. Yeah. Did you always have this feeling this was what you wanted to do, was act? Well, I started dancing. I was, uh, started dancing at a young age. I clearly liked to perform. And when we moved to Twin Falls, Idaho, I was in third grade. And my mom had my brother and I audition for a local community theater children's group mm-hmm. called Jump Company, Junior Musical Playhouse. And she just thought it was, she was just trying to help us make friends. Mm-hmm. Because we were moving from town to town, and she, she didn't want us to necessarily get stuck in the cliques at school. She, she liked the idea of it being in the community, and my mom always liked to do theater in college and high school. So um, we went and auditioned to be in the best Christmas pageant ever. And, um, you know, I, then all of a sudden I was on stage doing musicals and doing Bye Bye Birdie and the chorus in the background. I was like, this is... This is where it's at. This People is, are happy. This is the most fun I'm ever going to have. And I just continued to do it. And I just found so much joy in it and singing and dancing and, and doing the whole thing that I just kept kept going. But when you moved again, where did you go? You went to Virginia, too. We went to Virginia after Idaho. So when I went to Virginia, it was the first time that I could take um, acting classes in high school as an option, you know, like, as an elective course. So my brother had been, yeah, my brother had been in theater or drama class. And so I was so excited because now I was like, I could like start to really study and be a real actress. And, um, and I went in and, um, I remember some of the senior students, I was a freshman and they were like, oh, you're really serious about acting. And I was like, oh yeah, definitely. I want to, you know, and I got a lead in, in the, in the school play and I was the new kid and I was a freshman and everyone was like, ooh, "Ooh, a freshman. Freshman. Yeah. What was this show? Uh, I think it was uh, Blythe Spirit. Oh. Yeah. A ghost. I was a ghost. Ghost. That's yeah. a perfect thing. Yeah. But I had read that you were bullied at the time when you were going to school in Virginia. Yeah. When I first showed up, I was this kind of quirky, weird kid from Idaho that, like, <laughs> listened to, like, new wave music but wore Birkenstocks and, like, like I, I just, like, no one could figure out what my story was. Who and I didn't she? know. And I, I just... There weren't sort of categories of people where I, where I went to school in Idaho. You just were a kid. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to have, like, sort of my mom would help me make clothes, and I would see something in a magazine, and we would make some weird snakeskin pants. And I, would, I didn't realize it was sort of odd uh, until I got to Virginia, and everyone was like, oh, you're weird. Trust me, you're weird. And I, uh, I was like, maybe I am. And, and I immediately went into drama class, which, of course, alienates you. In some high schools already, sadly. Yeah, but it puts you with other alienated people. Oh, yeah, right. and they're the best. They're the best. That's yeah. always We're the best. We're all the big creative yeah. weirdos That's together. That's right, but the rest of them yeah. uh, work so, it out. So, as, you know, as the years went by, then I sort of went it through my sort of rock and roll punk goth, all that stuff, and and just celebrated being different. She's and, in there somewhere still. Oh, I'm still 100% goth. The, <laughs> People are like, oh, it's so funny that you were goth. I'm like, I am still goth. I, goth. I don't let this rainbow sweater fool you. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, there's yeah, a black, no. black eyeshadow under here. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's all there. It's all there. And people are recognizing it. As soon as I go home, it. I put on my black lipstick. And they're, and, and they're saying, yes, I will do that. Let's yeah. have her. We yeah. know that goth is in there. I bring her to every the role, goth I'm is sure. in Gabby. Gabby, really, she's, she's in there. There you go. Just vocally, yeah. she's in there to do that. Yeah. My goodness. So, and pro- her weird ventriloquist doll friends. That's weird and goth. I'm going to guess that maybe you had a ventriloquist. I did. Yes, See? I do. <laughs> I don't know that. It is uncanny. And that was a risk for me to bring that up. You it could is. have said, what do you take me for? I went in to record my first session, and they had some rudimentary uh, animation. And they were like, here's your character. And, of course, she kind of looks like me. And here are her buddies. And I was like, oh, wait, I actually have one of those. That's really strange and coincidental. And I happened to hang out at antique stores all the time and go antiquing. So this environment that my Gabby Gabby mm-hmm. was almost like it came out of my own creation. It was exciting to see. All right. Well, we have questions from social media. Okay. Out there. So Which we'll I do a few and you can pull. You now know. I know. It's, Twitter. When you say social media, I know what you're oh, referencing. Oh, yeah. You know, it's uh, Rachel Rayo says, how will Christina describe the new season of Good Girls in three words? That's good. You've, you've given me like three sentences. Mm-hmm. Um, way deeper. <laughs> way deeper. <laughs> is the greatest. And it's almost like you're talking Twitter now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you. Thank you. This that was a tough really, one. Really, really good. Okay. Uh, make it up low. <laughs> says, what are your favorite and least favorite parts? What were they of being on Mad Men? My favorite and my least, least favorite? favorite? Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite, I mean, this sounds cheesy, but pretty much everything. I lo- The scripts were extraordinary. It was so exciting to see the public respond to it and start what I thought were very important social conversations and to be a part of that mm-hmm. um, and the sort of cultural change and, and to change television was incredibly exciting and I'm really proud of that. My least favorite part was I oftentimes uh, wanted to be in the show more than I was. I was craving to work more, and I would mm-hmm. call Matt Weiner and go, "Are you like, are you writing me off the show? Why am I only in <laughs> oh, one must scene?" Love that. Oh yeah, he was like, "Please do not call, <laughs> lose my number." Uh, he's one of my best friends now, so we can, he knows okay. that we can laugh about it. But yeah. uh, it was sometimes hard for me. I sometimes felt like maybe I wasn't being valued, or like that I wasn't. He didn't want to use me enough, or stuff. So I oftentimes felt like on the periphery of it a little bit. Um, and now I look back at it, and I just. I just realized it was because I was just so excited about it that I wanted to be there all the time. Oh, well, this is good. I'm going to end the questions from social media on this one. Um, I'm going to change it a little. It's from Renata One who says, what was the best good girl scene that you played? I'm going to add to that. What is the good girl scene that you play? Because I haven't asked you because everybody that acts is vulnerable. I, I guess actors are their own toughest critics. Maybe we all are. You know, maybe we are about yeah, anything. Yeah. But what is there a scene in Good Girls that you've done recently that touches you emotionally, that it resonates with you, not just the character, but what you're playing is actually speaking to you as Christina? I found it was a very challenging scene for me. Um, it was in the first episode of season two. Uh, the three women are in the hospital, and I think I've killed my husband. Mm-hmm. And... 
it was sort of an acting roller coaster because I had to go from having a breakdown thinking that I murdered my husband and crying to hysterical laughter at the absurdity and the level of hideousness to finding out that I didn't kill him, to being scared that he thought I killed him. It was just like this like thing, and I had such anxiety because I was like, this is a true acting test mm-hmm. to be able to sort of cry and laugh and do all these things and do them believably. Um, and so I was very proud of that scene, but also really just threw myself into it emotionally and found myself just going on this wild ride and at the end of it I was pleased with how it, with how it came out and, and so you of, were on an emotional roller coaster yeah. which you yourself yeah, maybe yeah. have experienced yeah well yeah. <laughs> yes, that's I'll tell the you. Way it is yeah, yeah that's the way it is I'm sure you can and you could show it through your acting and yeah. do that yeah huh? well the last thing we ever do on this show is always a song it's always right. a little bit of something that's in there maybe from your days in uh, early theater did you do musicals? Yeah, I think I, I think the last time I was, I was here, we sang You Are My Sunshine. We did. I don't think I know any other song. <laughs> you are my well, maybe we'll see a what difference. Should we sing? We'll see a difference in it. How can you not know that you wanted to be in the music industry when you started? What are you listening to? I listen, I listen, I'm a big music fan, so I listen yeah. to a lot of indie rock and dream poppy things that I'm rock? not going to sing. Oh, of course, no. It, yes, it yeah. Would. I don't know why you're not singing. Well, because it's not like, it's like I need like a, a <clears throat> you reverb know, guitar behind it. Well, next time we'll have that. But you can do a little of You Are My Sunshine through. Should we do a little Annie maybe? Maybe something maybe. Annie? Maybe. Did you do Annie? How about, no, but okay. I always wanted to. The sun to. will come out tomorrow. How about, maybe far away or maybe real nearby. <laughs> She'll be there calling me. Maybe, maybe. Perfect. <laughs> Beautifully done. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thank you. So good Thank to see you. you. It really is. <laughs> Look at that. I want to see the Christina Hendricks musical. <laughs> It'd be a wild it? ride.